Welcome to Episode 8, Surviving the Modern World. This episode is entitled 22 Push-Ups, alright? And I was really trying to think of a, a decent name for this show, and this one was one of the hardest ones to come up with, alright guys? I, I spoke to a few of my friends that were in the military with me about this today, and uh, you know, when things fall into place... They just fall into place, all right? And that's how I've been doing these shows. I've been starting off with the, the basics that you need to begin with on prepping. And then I've worked my way through the season. Right now is winter, so we went through winter survival. Well, all right, guys, this is something that hit me pretty hard. Um, I'm going to try not to get all emotional. And, and if I do, I'm sorry. But, you know, as badass as I am, I guess, eh, we all uh, we all cry once in a while. But... The subject on the 22 push-ups, if you've been, you know, kind of out of the loop, um, I actually, okay, let me begin at the very beginning. This one's kind of a tough one for me, guys. But, and I, and I've, and I won't use any names that I didn't get permission to use, but, you know, I, I woke up this morning and, you know, I had some messages from a few of my fellow Marines that we, you know, keep in touch not as much as I would like to, you know, it's just life. But a few a few of my friends have kind of been, I wouldn't say struggling, but, you know, everybody has their hard times, all right? And so one, one of my really good friends that, that was kind of struggling a little bit, you know, in the past, he, you know, we kind of talked last night. And so that was kind of fresh in my head while I woke up. And I checked YouTube, which I usually, you know, check it out and see what's what's been fed or what's been recommended for me. And uh, that Jason uh, Stanton, or St however you say his name, the guy from Transporter, okay? I butcher that dude's name, it's hard. But anyway, that dude's a stud, okay? I've always liked his movies. I thought he was a pretty decent guy. I've seen him on interviews. I'll tell you what, that dude is a badass, all right? First thing I get on my feed is this uh, transporter dude down there doing a 22 push-up challenge, all right? And we all think, well, we can do 22 push-ups. What's the significance here? Well, there are an average of 22 veterans that commit suicide every day, all right? And that's bullshit, man. The, you know, that is something, that is a great loss. And a lot of that could be prevented Honestly, a, a lot of suicides can be prevented. Sometimes people aren't just blatantly coming out with their, you know, their cries for help, their signs. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to really read more into it. And so anyway, so I, I, it really hit home, man. I mean, as soon as I saw that, I thought, okay, last night I was talking with a good buddy who'd been struggling, not saying he's, you know, ready to off himself, but He's been struggling and uh, really good dude. And I hate to see that. I hate to see anybody struggle. But then I saw that video and shortly after I messaged another friend and you know, the, the response I got back was, you know, I'm not doing so fucking good. And it's like, oh, all right. You know, I mean, it just, everything hit home today, guys. Um, you know, so then anyway, today, a little bit later on, I, I made several phone calls, 
Um, so if, if any of you guys are listening that I called you, um, you know, I, I won't use your name unless I asked you permission. But so we, we talked a little bit and one of my good buddies, Adam Lawson, um, Adam totally gave me permission to make him sound like a fag. No, I'm just kidding. We did talk about that and I'm, I'm not going to do that. He wanted me to talk with a list, but I'm not good at that. So <laughs> anyway, Lawson, uh, whenever I was talking with him, just kind of wanted to hit him up and he asked me, he says, Hey, can I make a suggestion? And it's like, shoot. And he says, uh, mention something about not wanting to be that poor veteran suffering from P- PTSD and being looked at like a victim. He says, uh, that most service members have this note, uh, this notion of not being a sick bay commando or a pussy. Okay. And they just try and deal with it and just fight through this on their own. You know, and, and he says, and, and right there, most of that leads to suicides. And uh, that is a great point, man. Um, Lawson, killer good point. You know, I mean, that's that's the mentality that I have on a lot of stuff. If I have a situation that I'm like, man, I just got to fight through this. I just got to tough it up, step it up. I got to fight through this. And you're exactly right, dude. That mentality usually ends up getting you hurt. Or you're trying to do something that you should have called that neighbor and said, hey, come on over and give me a hand. Or a mental issue where you say, hey, I just need to call up and BS with my friends. And, you know, venting, man, venting is a powerful tool. And so that's another thing that he was saying is right here. You know, he says, hey, even if you just reach out, say what's up, you know, not seeing a doctor or anything like that, not a therapist, but just BSing with a buddy can help, you know, and, and it's true. I mean, I've been there, you know, everybody, if you haven't been there, you're full of shit because everybody has that hard time in their life. All right. And whenever you can call up somebody and get that help, you know, and sometimes you just might feel alone. You just might say, God, there's just nobody I can talk to about this. You know, uh, maybe you did a combat deployment. Maybe during that combat deployment, you had to do things that you've never had to do before. And this kind of goes back to the weapons 101 guys. It's like, if you're not prepared mentally to do certain things and you do it and you're not prepared, that can be a life changing event. And it's not saying that you're weak. It's not saying that, you know, that you're not a a tough Rambo son of a bitch. It's, it's just that, you know, sometimes things happen guys. There's something, you know, I've, I've actually lost quite a few friends throughout my life. Um, at age 12, I went in and watched one of my good friends die in a hospital bed um, from cystic fibrosis. I was right there with him when he died. And, you know, and, and we were all ready for that. That came with the mental preparedness. I mean, we knew he was, he was getting worse. We knew that he wasn't going to be getting his heart and lung transplant that he needed. And... You know, and his body was just shutting down slowly by slowly. And finally, he just had enough and uh, called everybody in and they pulled the plug. And, you know, so that was at 12 years old, but I was prepared for it, you know. And, you know, I've had a lot of deaths from friends. I had a really good friend in the Marines. He got blown up and killed. And some pussy ass suicide bomber went in and Junction City and took him out. And, uh, wasn't even really targeting him, I don't believe, but he was 
just happened to be wrong place, wrong time. And two more way good friends also got injured severely that day. And, um, you know, whenever, whenever I received the phone call at, at the kennels, you know, I mean, they, okay, they're on deployment. They're out there, you know, everybody knows that there's a chance you're not coming home. And still, whenever they called and I got the news, <laughs> I just wasn't, I, I mean, you're ready to know that something might happen, but I wasn't ready at that time, you know, it hit me pretty hard. And, you know, so being prepared, that's not always an option, guys. I mean, you know, we've, we've all been hit by stuff, just complete surprises. But so then I ended up calling up my other friend, Dowling, uh, Mike Dowling, great guy, okay? And by the way, Mike, I didn't talk to you about this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Um, Mike has actually done quite a few great accomplish, accomplishments in his life. Um, Mike actually has wrote a book uh, called Sergeant Rex. And if you haven't read it yet, then uh, then you suck. And you should go pick that book up and read it. And by the way, Mike, if you're listening to this, uh, you still owe me an autographed copy of this book. I would totally love that. So hook it up, brother. And uh, well... So anyway, me and Mike were talking earlier today, and I know he's got his hands into everything. This guy is amazing. He's he's always um, trying to find jobs for veterans. He's trying to, you know, place people into movies. He's he's really starting to become the real, true Hollywood Marine. Uh, Mike's always uh, been shooting towards this type of stuff. I mean, he played cards with um, Godsmack when we were in, in Pendleton at Ocean's Twenty One, and. Uh, He's he's just always kind of had that that awesome luck of running into celebrities and stuff. He was in uh, he was a zombie in the movie Range Fifteen. Um, he was just actually in another movie, uh, Patriots Day, and uh, you'll see him creeping up the stairs, getting ready, setting up a sniper nest in that movie. So phenomenal guy. I mean, like I said, the true epitome of Hollywood Marine, Mike. That's you, buddy. So. Anyway, he's he's also um, he's always one of those guys that's constantly contacting me. You know, hey, happy Marine Corps birthday, Marine. You know, let's eat some ISIS baby head. <laughs> he's a stud. You're, you're awesome, Mike. But you know, that's what we need to be doing, guys, as brothers, as friends. You know, I mean, everybody's been through some stuff together. You know, so people like Mike. Lawson, Wanda, Kang, you know, all these guys, you know, Prado, all you guys out there, you know, constantly, you know, messaging me, I'm messaging you, we're keeping in touch, we're keeping in contact, and uh, by the way, Kang, if you are listening to this, brother, you need to totally come out and we'll we'll do some shooting and uh, take a vacation. I've got too much stuff to go on, a uh, little trip and leave my store and things for a while, so, and that message isn't just for you king that's for everybody i'm telling you if if any of you guys ever needed a get out of town weekend whatever give old woody a call and i will meet you at the airport and you are welcome to stay at my place for as long as you need all right guys and so what we're in the in the subject of reaching out and helping each other um mike actually gave me some really good websites and some really good like community project things that are going on 
one that he mentioned and and i might get some of these mixed up mike if so i'm sorry dude i was shoveling snow out of the back of my truck while we were talking but team rubicon okay team rubicon he said that you know most of these are a non-profit actually i think all three of these are a non-profit i'm pretty sure of it but these uh what team rubicon does is they actually help you to um, do community events you guys will get together in your area and make plans to kind of have each other's back you know it's it's kind of like you know whenever you always hear of these uh the vfw you got all your old veterans that meet up and stuff well there's a reason for that guys okay the the vfw and all that those guys meet together to be together okay to help each other to continue on and that actually brings me to the second nonprofit that's actually out there and it's called Mission Continues. And Mike was explaining that these, a lot of these deals, they'll actually take you and, and give you some training and you'll help do community events. So like, um, let's say some big natural disaster in Florida hits. Okay, these guys will actually deploy and be troops on, on the ground helping, helping to provide first aid, to help provide uh, clearing rubble all that kind of stuff i mean just whatever the situation deems you know and then there's also team red white and blue and i will put links in the notes and you know totally wanted to give a shout out to these three you guys are phenomenal thank you so much for starting these programs and these programs are out there guys and you know i didn't even know the names of these programs until today whenever i was talking with mike and you know, with these programs, you know, you're, you're not going to be meeting with some kind of a head doctor that says, oh, man, you know, that's too bad you had to go and, and you know, do a, a military deployment. Because you know what? Some of these guys, they just can't relate with you. I mean, flat out. Okay. Some of these doctors and stuff, sure, they might be really good at diagnosing why you hate the color red or something. You know, I, I don't know what the hell these guys do. And, you know, maybe some of those guys are veterans and that's why they became therapists is to help a brother out. Well, you don't have to go to an expensive doctor, guys. You don't have to, you know, spend any money, to be honest with you. Uh, it's as simple as using some minutes on your cell phone, even some texting. Facebook's great. Um, and actually, Brendan Pollard, if you're out there, brother, hey, contact us. I've been looking for you for so long. And some people just don't want to be found. And maybe those are the ones that we need to get a hold of and find, you know, to maybe that's just the, the call for help that they have. Um, way good guy. And I would totally like to uh, talk with him again one of these days. But so like Lawson was saying, you know, if we were to just, you know, BS, man, just call up somebody. And if any of you guys know me that's listening to this you know i can just talk for days and days i mean it never ends but i can also listen all right and totally give me a holler give me a shout out and you know what today okay um just a few minutes ago actually i was just delivering a bed for my wife she sold some furniture that we had and i showed up and and the guy he worked for the sheriff's department and i won't say any names with him because i didn't ask his permission but so anyway, he, he works in the sheriff's department. And so we went up and he helped me carry this bed into the house, you know, and, and I noticed he had some Navy sweatpants on and I said, Hey, what's up? You know, you're in the Navy. And he says, yeah, you were in the Marines and I have a sticker on my truck. And uh, I totally forgot about it. And I was like, yeah, how'd you know? And he's like, well, it's on your truck. <laughs> 
And so we were, we started talking and come to find out he was a bubblehead. Okay. He was in the Navy. He was on submarine duty. He was uh, in charge of sonar. Pretty cool stuff, guys. And, you know, so then he got out and has been working in the sheriff's department now for, well, he said he had nine years left. So I'd say at least 11 years or so he's been in the sheriff's department. And I told him, you know, that I was a canine. And, hey, we had some similarities there. You know, he started talking about, you know, he, he ran a, a lab and, and everything like that, did some narcotics and stuff. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, I mean, that's the thing, okay, guys? Anybody that is military, it doesn't matter if you're the Air Force, you're the Navy, you're the, you know, even though the Navy, that's the ladies' department. Just kidding, guys. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you were in. Okay, we were all in. Okay, we were all used and abused by the government and turned loose with no kick-ass benefits, man. We don't have, you know, those scumbags, you know, like I always say, okay, those politicians are the biggest piles of shit that I've ever fucking met. Okay, those guys will serve a stupid little, well, yeah, so serve. That's such a light word for those douchebags. Those guys will end up doing, you know, their crooked little term where they get a line their pockets, they get to grow some kind of connections, they do all this scummy stuff, embezzle money, whatever, and then they end up walking out of there with, uh, you know, free medical for the rest of their life. They get a six-figure income for the rest of their life. Guys, we need to wake up. We need to be dragging these pieces of shit that are committing treason, pretty much, by lining their own pockets, using their office for their own monetary gains. We need to be taking these pieces of shit out of their office and shooting them in the streets. That is no shit exactly what needs to be done that is the only way that we're going to fix this stinking government this country that we have if we just continue to let that crap fly it's just going to continue to fly but you know to get back on track uh that stuff just pisses me off to no end but okay so those guys probably end up walking out of there with free medical okay they probably get free counseling if they need to you know because they feel guilty after 20 years, you know, that they, that they took millions from taxpayers and other people. I'm sure that they have some guilt and stuff and they probably do need therapy and, uh, 55 grains of it all up and down them. But anyway, we don't have that option guys. You know, I mean, I've, I've totally got friends that have been blown up pretty bad, man. Um, and I've met guys that I didn't serve with that have been blown up pretty bad shot, blown up, cut real bad. It doesn't matter, okay? You walk out of there and you don't get anything real great and grand. I mean, they don't give you, you know, limitless therapy. They don't give you free medical. They don't give you anything nice that these scumbags, they get, you know, and we don't get any of that stuff. But what we do have is we do have each other. And so with that, you know, Facebook is an awesome tool. And whenever I first got out, you know, I had a phone and, and I switched phone carriers and stuff. And I honestly, I lost a lot of, a lot of my uh, brother's contacts. And so whenever Facebook, you know, started coming out around, then I thought, well, whatever. So I got on there, totally reconnected me with a ton of people. All right. I love Facebook now just for that reason. I, I actually hate it daily, but I like getting on there. And if I need to outreach for a friend, there they are. If I lost their phone number, they don't have their email, Facebook, okay? We live in a great day and age, guys, where you don't have to write a letter to an old address you have and hope and pray that you get a letter back. 
okay, we have internet. And it goes along with my whole knowledge thing. If you don't know how to find something and learn how to do something, you're a complete dipshit. Same thing with trying to connect with people, okay? If you don't reach out and you don't connect, you know, if you're the one that is not struggling, okay, you're not having a problem, you're completely sound, then you're at fault, okay? Call your brothers, see how they're doing. Because chances are, if you're the one that does need the help and you're feeling like total crap, nothing's going right, you know, you're not going to be in that mood for, let me search these people out. You know, Lawson's exactly right. You know, it's like we've got that mentality, that warrior mentality that we're tough as shit. We can deal with this. I don't want to call up my buddy and say, hey, dude, I'm struggling. You know, he's going to think I'm a pussy or that, you know, sick bay commando. No. I'm not, you know, if somebody was to call me up right now in tears and tell me that they are struggling, that they are having a very hard time, I'll take the day off work tomorrow. We'll talk all night. You know, that's just how I am. So if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know me and I don't know you, but you are struggling, let's get to know each other. You know, shoot me an email Um, and and I'm not going to throw my phone number out over this podcast, but I'll tell you what I am going to do. I'll give you my email address and you write me an email and I will give you my cell phone number in that. And that way we can one-on-one talk if you want. I mean, you know, there's so many things that, you know, sometimes you just need to get it off your chest. Maybe you say, you know, I need to tell somebody about this. It's really been haunting, bothering me, whatever. And you just don't want to tell anybody Hey, tell me, I'm a complete stranger. I won't judge, whatever. You know, I mean, I know some bad shit went down there, guys. I mean, you know, possibly you had to pop a little kid or maybe a lady or something. You know, the situation, you know, I mean, sometimes something like that happens, guys. And, you know, that stuff is forgivable. I mean, you know, it it happens. It's wartime. So... You know, whatever, whatever you guys need to do to help get through this, let's do it, you know. And with that 22 push-up challenge, okay, um, I'll tell you what, that's, that's probably the easiest 22 push-ups I've ever done in my entire life. And in fact, I didn't think that it was enough. So what I did was after I did my 22 push-ups, then I rolled over, I did my 22 sit-ups, then I stood up and I did 22 jumping jacks. And then I did 22 jump squats. All right. And you know what's funny is I timed it. Okay. I sat down this morning and I timed that. And it took me a minute and 52 seconds to do all that. All right. So a minute 52. Let's just round that up because it does take me a minute to get up and out of bed. But let's round that up to five minutes. Do you have five minutes? or less to really, you know, give yourself this, uh, I'd call it a blessing. Whenever I got up in the morning and did that, you know, it, it made me feel better. And one of the things too, if you're struggling, okay, you're listening to this and you're struggling mentally, you're struggling spiritually, whatever, whatever your struggle is. All right. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Exercising It actually helps to release endorphins, okay, into your brain that make you feel better, make you feel happier, all right? 
I mean, who doesn't want that? And like I just said, dude, IT yourself for five minutes, okay? Not that bad. And, you know, every single time I was pushing and I was just thinking in my head, each push-up is for a life today. You know, that's, that's one brother or sister out there that will lose their life because nobody was there to help them. And there are some people that are unhelpable, you know, there, there really are, but I, I don't ever want to see anybody go through that stuff and not get the help. Okay. And so to go back to the guy that I met today, all right, in the sheriff's department, we were kind of talking and don't, don't quote me on these numbers, but I'm going to give you an estimated number, but and I'm not even sure if it goes for the U.S., but he was saying that they had a training, okay? And in this, they, they were told that that year, we have lost over 130 officers due to, like, shootings and officer-related deaths where they were killed by scumbags out there, okay? And that's that's a pretty bad number, okay? But the one number that nobody will talk about is the suicide rate of police officers, okay? And it was actually over 300. 300. Okay, so that, you know, that is almost three times the amount that they were accidentally shot or purposely shot by scumbags. And, you know what I mean? And it's like, there are brothers too, guys. I mean, just because they didn't have camouflage on, their camouflage is uh, an urban black or blue that they, you know, that they're issued. Those are our brothers in arms as well. And, you know, firefighters, EMTs, hey, I put you guys all in the same category as all of us, okay? You know, it's like, you, you know, you never have to, to understand the stresses that like an EMT has to give. Okay, let, let's say you have to go in and you have to do CPR on like a little child that's drowned on accident, or you have to do, you know, CPR on a baby. I mean, that is just, that would be one of the hardest things for me personally to do. You know, you, you could do it. You have to do the things that are put before you because that's how we're built, guys. If you're listening to this stuff, you're not a big pussy. You're not one of those guys that's, uh, you know, worried about getting his uh, manicure done or some bullshit or his uh, tips of his hair frosted like some bag. But what you're, what you're doing is, you know, you're into this type of genre, whatever. So I know that if a little child was laying there and you had to do CPR on this child, you would do it, you know, who wouldn't? And, you know, and maybe, maybe you went from military to EMT because that's how we're built guys. We're built to help each other. And, you know, you can't take that out of us. It's like, you know, it's just, you know, if you join the military, then, then you're that type of person deep down. So Helping others is just in your blood. So let's all help each other out. You know, and... You know, uh, being a cop, okay? Because that, that was part of my job in the Marines, is I was, you know, canine officer. And we did have it a lot easier, being a cop. But, man, these these poor civilian cops, you know, that everybody hates them. And they get a bad rap. You got one or two cops that are dirty. Maybe they're pulling you over, harassing you and stuff. But you know what? those two are causing stresses and all this other crap for the other ones that aren't bad because 
they may be just that, you know, hey, I'll let you go at seven over, but if you're gonna go 10 or 15 over, you're definitely gonna get pulled over by me. But those guys are getting the same attitude and everything that just wears on you. I mean, if somebody's coming up and just being negative towards you every single day in your job, eventually you're gonna need some type of help, man. So maybe the next time you get pulled over because you were speeding or because you were doing something stupid, don't take it out on the guy who that's his job, okay? I mean, that's like, a, you know, a firefighter, they show up when houses are burning. You know, police show up when you're being stupid, so, or needing help, but mostly when you're stupid. So that's exactly how that kind of shit works, if you already haven't figured this out. But, you know, I, in the morning whenever I did my, my push-ups, my sit-ups, my jumping jacks, and my jump squats, I felt better, guys. You know, I mean, I'm not going to even lie to you, like, you, you almost felt like crying about halfway through that, knowing what the number was all about. And, you know, so whenever I ended up doing that, I thought, you know what? I think I can give 22 reps of everything every day, day and night, okay? So, you know, if, if you're really struggling, there are a ton of ways you can get help. They have service pets. You know, get yourself a pet. There is nothing better than holding a little dog or a cat or whatever and just petting it. That right there is so therapeutic, you know. If you don't have anybody and you're not going to, you know, go out and reach out for that help, get yourself a little animal, guys. I mean, that is, you know, change your routine. If you get stuck in a rut, you get stuck in a routine, get out of it. Change yourself, okay? People that quit smoking... They quit drinking, they quit doing all kinds of whatever you're trying to quit. You know, they end up changing their routine. That's that's just the way you do it, okay? If you stay in the same routine all the time, you're going to be stuck in that routine. But if you were to say, okay, from now on, I'm going to wake up 20 minutes earlier. 22 minutes earlier, whatever. We're going to get down and we're going to do our 22 push-ups. We're going to do our 22 whatever we're going to do. Maybe your arm got blown off and you can't do your 22 push-ups. Hey, do 22 jump squats, 22 jumping jacks, and 22 sit-ups. Find something that you can do, you know, just to give a little bit. And as long as that's in your head, that'll help you throughout the day to, to just not only think about the military and the law enforcement and the whoever, the service people. Instead of just thinking about them, you might just think, more of like a how can I help attitude okay and that's what we need to really have guys is uh you know just that just that caring giving attitude brotherly love we need to find these people give them a freaking shout out give them a hug whatever it is we need to do guys and whenever I was on there googling the you know the suicide rate it's pretty much hovered okay it's it's been hovering around 22 to 20 a day okay and that's that's just unacceptable guys i mean you know and i and i know that you know i'm guilty for a long time i was not aware of that you know and uh you know that's 8,030 people a year okay that that number is just unacceptable we need to totally 
get out and do our part, do our help, and um, just give these guys a hand. So let me give you guys my uh, my email address. I have many of them, but my one that I'm going to be checking for the show is surviving the modern world at hotmail.com. Okay, and I'm not even kidding. If you guys write me in, I don't even care. You don't even have to give me your name. You can make a fake email account, whatever. You know, I'm not going to judge you unless you're like some kind of a creepy child molester. Then yes, kill yourself. That's the only people that I honestly would uh, give you the go ahead on that one. But other than that, I will be there and I will help you. I don't care if you're a firefighter, a, a Navy guy, whatever, you know. We're all brothers. We're all in this together. So um, I'll semperify my brothers and uh, I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>